a Wednesday. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Uh, for those keeping track, this is hour one, two, three, four, five for me today on the radio, and we're still going as strong as we were at 2 p.m. Brian Middleton has made it back from the passport appointment. We will get into that as we go along. We got NBA games tonight, which, by the way, hey, NBA, I understand you want to put them all in primetime, but maybe space them out throughout the day, you know? Maybe. Because how am I supposed to watch Brooklyn and Boston and Milwaukee and Chicago at the same time? Boy, this ain't NCAA. This is the pros. With. That's my point. That's it. That's all you get. You get it when we give it to you. Nah, spread Son them out. Adam like, Silver. Okay, what is TNT really playing right now? Like another edition of Burn Notice? Hey, first of all, Burn like, Notice was a great show. That's great, but it was a great show. Yeah, it was a great Man, show. You the know, first two seasons. I, I stopped watching after that. Like, okay, so first of all, you can't even really speak on if it was a great show. But Burn Notice has, been off, has been off the air. 7-7 uh, seven and seven is 14. Since 2014. So maybe stop playing it, TNT. You know, we've seen it. It's not how TV works, Casey, but okay. Yeah, don't. I don't need a. I, I work there too, okay? I don't need a whole. Look, man, stop being a crybaby. Go ahead and get this black market app that I have that I will not promote over the show. I do I need make that. Sure we I get do it. need that app. You just make that happen. You can flip back and forth between your YouTube links or the other links that they want to provide easily. That's easily. Fair. And let's be honest, I'm probably going to play FIFA at some point tonight well, as well. So. Well, so. Yeah, you know. It's a good game. No, no, I, I'm I'm excited for Brooklyn-Boston. Um, I've seen enough of Toronto without Scotty Barnes to know it's going to be 3-0 tonight. And then I'm interested in Chicago-Milwaukee because Chicago's better than, like, I guess the perception. They'll probably still lose. But I think it's going to be a good game. So I'll have to fit some FIFA in somewhere in there. Hopefully one of these games comes to blowout so I don't have to, like, stay locked in, you know. But anyway, so we got that coming up. Debo Samuel no longer no longer wants to play for the 49ers. That's big news. We'll see how that plays out. We'll talk about that. Uh, D-Book is hurt. That's not good for the Suns. Uh, we got guys going to the NBA draft. We're learning all kinds of things today. So a busy day coming up in the next hour or so. No Jumbo Shrimp Baseball tonight. They played during the day today. Um, picked up a victory. Ronald Acuna Jr. still here in Jacksonville. Unconfirmed if he'll play tomorrow, but he did play the last two days against the Shrimps, so they'll be back on the airwaves tomorrow starting at 6.50 when we hand it off to them. All right, Brian Middleton, you texted me a little bit during the day. Let me know what happened at the passport appointment. Oh, yeah, so uh, <clears throat> went to a passport office, acceptance office. Right, with no trip plan, just to confirm. Because you know what? On the form, mm -hmm. they ask you, your next travel trip. <laughs> and then they say, also in bold letters, if you don't have anything <laughs> planned, write none. So obviously, it's more prevalent than you think, just in case. I thought about Casey, thought about actually texting you then, but I was like, nah, I'm not petty, right? I'm still in like my sophomore year learning about the pettiness from the school of Casey Kurt. So, you know, if I was a senior, I probably would have texted you right then something, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know. That they literally said, do not make an appointment unless you need it. No. Yes. No, you, you, you know, you're misunderstanding. No, I'm not. Anyway, I get in there. First, it's over on the side, and there's no handle on the door to go in. 
Does that make sense? So it looks How'd you get like, it open? Well, hold on. So it looks like it could only be like a one-way door, if you think about it. Oh, okay. You, like it opens normally, from the inside. Okay. Right, right. Because you're just like, all right, there's no handle here, but it it's the only door. Like, there's nothing else. Okay. So I do a quick scan, like a two- or three-second scan, because I'm like, well, maybe there's an opposite outside entrance mm -hmm. that I missed, and no, there's not. So then I see a dude walking towards the door, and I was like, well, I'm just going to push it, because I don't know if they're supposed to call you or whatever. They don't give you those instructions. So it opens, and I'm like, okay. And nobody, you know, says, hey, go around another way. So I step in. Uh -huh. When I say that the energy changed, you ever seen uh, Harry Potter? Yeah, huh? I've seen a lot of Harry yeah, Potter. Man. Yeah, man. Uh, just pick one of those scenes. I've only seen one or two of them. Um, and there's Jeez. one that there was like a fighting scene towards the end. I think uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I went to IMAX. Yeah, there's a fighting scene toward the end of pretty much every movie that's an action movie. Yeah, but sure. Harry Potter's not an action movie. That's first and foremost. We're gonna. Yeah, I'm not is. doing that with you right now. You're not well, getting no, me off No, it's not like square. hardcore action, but they are fighting. Well, you, phrasing, I'm guessing you're phrasing number one. Hardcore action. Uh, listen, I, this is my point, that's Casey. Fair. That is fair. The energy changed. Like Harry was somewhere. I'm assuming you're Dumbledore. talking about Deathly Hallows at the end. Maybe. I went to IMAX, and I got such a bad headache from it. I had to take the glasses off. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, Can this end, please? Um, anyway. Yeah, and it was kind of hard to breathe. Like, it was almost humid. And we live in Florida, right? We're used to humidity. And right. in here, it was just even, it was even worse. So then I continue to walk because there's no instructions, and then there are instructions everywhere. Does that make sense? Yeah. There are no clear instructions, but everywhere on every wall, there are instructions uh, in multiple languages, which makes sense to me. Yes, it does. And I'm just like, okay, uh, do I go straight to the front clerk? Uh, is there a line somewhere? And there were only about four seats open. Now, I scheduled this, and I'm like, there can't be that many people trying to get their passport at the same time, but they had Why trips not? planned. Maybe. Maybe not. But I didn't know. You all right? I didn't know whether or not this was actually the passport office or the preschool. Because there was right. like 20 kids, I lied to you not, in there. Okay. And, which is fine, but that's why I texted you Doc McStuffins because <laughs> some were crying. Some were like, you know, they were on their phones, on their iPads. Okay. Uh, but the ones that were crying were just, they were off the chain. They were off the chain. I was like, please take them outside because it's so crazy. So I'm standing in line. They tell you to get there 10 minutes early. I get in line. The clerk looking at me like she frustrated with me. And I'm like, no, the little bit of instructions that you do give me, this is it. I got here right. 10 minutes early. I'm looking at it. It said, it's, hey, listen, it said 11.51. She's like, go have a seat. Like, okay, if these hotkeys were working right, Casey, I would be playing something right now. I just don't know what we're going to get. Yeah. So I sit down. She goes on break. She helps the person that she's helping. She goes on break. Another dude walks in that's actually pretty kind, right? He's like, my friend, are you waiting? And I was like, yeah. He's like, are you ready? I was like, I hope so. He, oh, I missed the, the worst part. Okay. People are coughing and sneezing everywhere. Yeah, it's tough. I'm like, let me tighten up this mask. I Initially, I just bring my mask into most places. And you know, I, like I, I wear a mask anyway, people, uh, because of the transplant and the immune system. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to be wearing this, uh, you know, for the next however long I'm here on this earth. Uh, but some places I feel a bit more comfortable. Sure. And I always just take the mask with me anyway. So I was walking in. I didn't have the mask on. But as soon as I walked in there, I put the mask on. And then... The sickliness of the area of the environment took hold, and I was like, "Let me tighten this up." The sickliness. And how, man, it was coughing and sneezing, just 
And I was like, bro, what is happening? There ain't no tissues around here. No tissues. I need Kleenex. Man. Anyway, so here is the 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 coup de gras. I think I said that right. Yeah, I think so. There was something wrong with the signatures that I had you on one of my it? documents. No, 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 no. It's, it's like it's that it's not clear enough. So ah. I had to, I had to that day or that day, Damn. had to that hour. I had to call up Columbia, South Carolina, and I had to order. Something from there that I'm going to share, but it has signatures on it. Who did you call? Did you just call the state? Yeah, yeah, yes. (laughs) South Carolina is called DHEC, South Carolina uh, Department of, like, something records. Okay. And I have to wait five to seven days for them to send it to me. The dude was like, listen, I can go ahead and process this because I had taken my form. I paid my money. You know, everything was good. And he looked at one more form. He was like, listen, if I process this, I could do it. But I know from experience this is going to back you up at least an extra month on top of whatever time it takes to get your passport. Damn. And, I, and he, you know, he looked out for me. I was like, man, I appreciate that. Hold off. He's like, this is the number you call. You can do this. They can get it to you in about 10 days. Cool. I was like, golly. But then I got to sign up for a new appointment. He was like, I tell you what, you take my information down. Okay. You come in here as soon as you have it. I'm here every day to do the passport. Cool. You come in, you meet with me, and you, you still got it. You got your payment. He didn't charge me for the picture. Hey. And I was just like, hey, man, you're a real one, okay? Yeah. I should have asked him, could I say his name on the radio? But I don't know if I can because I don't know if you're supposed to be able to do that. Does but, he have just a first name? Well, even then, I don't want that. You can say his first name. Yeah, I'm not going to say his first name. So you, he really didn't help you out that much, then, huh? Okay, well, you know, you're not going to press me into the corner like a third grader. He did. Hey, so that was my experience at the so passport still not gonna office. Say it, huh? I'm not going to say his name. Wow. I'll say his name when I get... My documentation. That's fair. You can't give him too much credit until it comes through, right? Yeah, but he looked out because I was about to be like, man, I don't went through this craziness right here. For nothing. I have no trip planned. Nothing. Only thing I got accomplished was a headshot for a passport and a haircut before then. That's it. Thank gosh the other lady went on break, by the way. Or who knows how long. You still be there waiting, probably. Go have a seat. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you know, a little bit ruder next time, okay? Not quite rude I enough. I told you that people are miserable most of the time. Not quite rude I enough. I tried to tell you. Uh, by the way, if you're watching on the stream, the the microphone broke, okay? Yeah, I was so, wondering. So here I am. Hold, look, look, look at this. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking. That's the mic. All the way up here. Okay? It's broken now. So I have to spend the entire break trying to fix this microphone yeah. back on the stand yeah. before Brent comes in on tomorrow and his microphone is broken. So yeah. I got to work on that. I didn't break the mic. It just fell off. Sounds like you broke it. Mics here fall off often. That's it's fair. happened to Austin. It's happened to me a bunch. It's That's now fair. happened to this mic. So just if you ever get into this business, make sure the mic is tightly on the stand or else you're going to have to hold it for a whole segment, and then there's no guarantee you fix it on the other side. So I'm going to work on fixing the mic. We'll talk sports when we come back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 69. We'll be right back. I fixed it. I think... Is it working? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah okay. I can hear you, Casey. Okay, I can't even respond back. I, I couldn't hear myself in the headphones, so I didn't think I fixed it. Oh, okay. Because I had to unplug it, so uh-huh. then I'm like, not hearing myself. You're not replying to me. I'm like, it's still broken. I was like, panic mode. I was letting you have your moment, man. Thank you. Is it because I don't have anything planned? 
You know, I'm not a planner like like some on the show. You know what, Casey? You just got to get burned. I'm I'm learning that now. You're just gonna have to get burned. You hate for planning. You just got to get burned maybe once on something big, like a lot of money. And yeah, can't do it. Can't do what it. What happens to planning? Listen, we haven't talked sports yet, but what happens when yeah. you don't plan something with, you know, one of your other businesses that you have going on? You love planning. You love, uh, you know, catching somebody when all they're trying to do is go home after a long game or go to the hotel to meet up and, and team bond with some of the other players on their team. You love to plan and know when they're there so that you can go, you know, do business. I'm trying. I don't know what you've shared on air. So I don't yeah, no, that's a for, that's you know I don't really you know I don't really do that no more. You know, it's too much planning. But no, I, <laughs> I I get I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But no, nah, we ain't we ain't planning nothing out. But we are going to talk some sports here on X Force X Overtime ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos, still passportless, still no trips planned. So we'll keep you updated as we go along Touché. the coming weeks and the coming months as that story plays itself out. Another story that's playing itself out. Debo Samuel said, you know what, San Fran, thanks, but no thanks. Rumor has it he does not want to be a running back. He does not want to be a running back wide receiver. He wants to be a wide receiver. Austin argued that, yeah, obviously, he's a he's a great receiver. He doesn't need to be a running back. Um, you know, okay. Brent argued, you know, well, you need that running back part of him because before this year, Debo Samuel wasn't that great. And that's fair as well. So those are the two arguments from earlier today that came up at uh, the top of the show. And then again at five, you can find that on the podcast. But now ask Brian Middleton. All right, Brian Middleton, Debo Samuel doesn't want to be a running back wide receiver. How much does that hurt his value if all he wants to do is be a wide receiver? I don't feel like it hurts it at all. I mean, I understand the allure of Debo Samuel, uh, South Carolina, uh, very own. I get the allure, especially from this past season, is that he is like a utility man. And you can put him in the backfield. You can run him uh, in any of the wide receiver positions. Like, he does all of that. And so when the other team is game planning for your offense, um, they have got to be ready for anything. Because even if he lines up in a certain position, it doesn't mean he's going to stay there before the snap. Or it could be a decoy. And it's just a great thing to have in your back pocket, especially for uh, Shanahan. But, listen, the player... uh, you know, he has to look out for himself. And I think we have a question like that on Cash It or Trash It as well. So it'll be good to get your idea on that when that time comes. But wide receivers to a person play or have the chance of playing a lot longer than running backs. Agreed fully. Uh, and the wear and tear normally is not the same. Um, and you have the ability normally to make more money. I mean, unless you're the star of the stars. Uh, in the running back position, you know, the wide receiver, I don't know what some of the contracts for the running backs have been in the offseason. Not good. But the wide receivers right. have been out here wilding. And so I think that part of this is, yeah, maybe his preference, which is fine. Um, he's worked hard to get to where he's at. And just because he does something else well, he can still have a preference for what he wants to do. But I think some of this also is uh, preservation, preference than preservation. Because all it takes is for them to want to run him. What, what was his stats? I should have looked that up in the break. We should have planned on what we were talking about. So no, I we don't do that. Attempts. I can how tell you. Attempts? I can tell you. 59 uh, rushing attempts for 365 uh-huh. and eight. Yeah. And this is in a breakout year. Yes. I, I bet you 
if he stays there and he hadn't said anything, I bet you that number jumps. I bet you that number jumps even more. Sure. And that's something that we just know, that running backs, they get worn on, and their value is not considered the same as most of the other positions on the field, offensively and defensively. So I get it. Um, does it make it? Uh, does it make it right? I mean, I think that's just kind of one of those things where it's like, well, is it right to him? But at least he's voicing his concerns, and now it's in the 49ers, um It's in the Forty Nineers court on whether or not they're going to trade him, which I don't think they're going to trade him. Uh, I think that this will probably work itself out. But I don't see anything wrong with him saying exactly what it is he likes and what he doesn't like. And it does not mean that he's not a team player. Last season showed that he is definitely a team player. And he is willing, if he's asked to be in those positions, to do it. So per the usual, most of what you said is really spot on. I'm not going to blame the man for not wanting to play running back because running back, you take a lot of punishment. I'm not mad at the man for that. I respect the man for that. You don't want to play there. By all means, I, I hear you loud and clear. You, to your point again, is he a team player? Absolutely. They had nobody else to play running back. They literally had dudes with just random names coming in and running the football. You put Debo back there, and he was he was great. So I agree with what you're saying there. However, m- maybe don't come out and say, like, hey, I don't want to play running back at all. Because to your point, if you tell the world – hey, I'm not going to play running back. I just want to be a wide receiver. Okay, cool with it. You had a good year as a wide receiver. A a great year, actually. 77 for 1405 and 6. Okay, huge year as a wide receiver. Your first big year, though, don't get me wrong, 2020, there were some injuries involved, sure. Uh, Rookie year was a good starting point, but, you know, one good year as a wide receiver, okay? You know, showing promise. People are going to sign up for Debo Samuel as a wide receiver. I get that. But when you come out and say... I'm not going to be a running back. I do not want to play a running back. Well, then to the point you just tried to make, how am I going to line you up at the backfield if the whole planet knows I'm not giving you the football? Right? Because if you don't want to do it, either one, you're going to say I'm not lining up in the backfield. Then you have no threat of it. Or two, now that he has said he doesn't want to be running back, unless that changes when he gets to a new team, you line him up in the backfield, and the whole entire world knows he's not getting the football in the backfield. It's going to be a play action if they try to give him the football. So, or in terms of the year before he ran, like I told you, 59 times last year, the year before he ran the football eight times. If you fake it to him three times a game, you give it to him once, you know, that's not really going to do much. So I think if you're a prospective team looking at it and you say, all right, did I want to use him as a running back? Maybe, maybe not. But now I've lost all that. So if I'm trading for Debo Samuel, he has to be a impact number one wide receiver only. There's no threat of anything else out of the backfield. And again, I'm fine with the man not running the football. I do not blame him at all. You save shots on the body, you save CTE, you save all of that. And he's proven last year that he was a good receiver. He needs to duplicate that. But I can't get on board with not being able to portray him as a weapon when the whole world knows he's not going to be. That's where these other guys come into play that also are aggravated by their contract situation because if you're looking at straight wide receiver i'm gonna tell you what brian middleton you better give me scary terry f1 mclaurin over debo sam it's amazing every time you say it it always works it never not works you just gotta know when to pause you know what i mean yeah never not works yeah sure casey but listen i'm always gonna 
99% of the time I'm going to lean towards the player. Um, not that they can't do wrong, but you got to look out for self. Uh, there is a very clear line that um, or precedent has been set that, yeah, the NFL teams, they'll look out for you as long as you can help them. But, you know, there's been too many, too many situations where players get hurt, they lose out on money, or they lose out on the end of their career, or they lose out on, you know, the start of their career. Like, yeah. there's too many. So if I don't want to play that position, that, I'm just saying but it. I'm, and I'm at that point, it's up, to you, it's up to you to coach better. It's up to you to get me out of here, or it's up to you to adjust. Or it's up to you to convince me to adjust. Earn your money. It's one of these things. You got to do one of those things, okay? This is the pros. Like I said last break, when you was crying about the NBA setting their time for the evening and, uh, and night to play their basketball games, yep. and you were just boo-hooing. And I was, I was like, I'm going to feelings for this boy over here because he's out here wanting the NBA to change because he wants to watch all the games. I'm not the only one. Okay. Well, listen, I agree with you. I hear what you're saying. I'm with the player, but... but- but yeah, but you can't. I don't agree with you. That's what you're saying. No, you can't say it publicly. Yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, clearly you can. No, you can. But okay, who's gonna give up a big time thing for Debo Samuel, just the receiver? Whoa, bet you there's somebody out there. We'll see. I don't think probably so. Not. I think the Forty Nineers are gonna figure this out. Like I, maybe. And I think Debo's probably gonna be in the backfield, you know, next season. I think both of those things are gonna happen, but there'll I, be some type of adjustment behind the scene. I guess sure. time will tell. And you gotta do what you gotta do to get out if you wanna get out. So I get that part of it. But I don't know, man. Like you keep that close to the chest. Because then you got people guessing. Because then the first play of the season, if nobody knows, you line him up in the backfield, you can assume he's getting the football and he's not. You know what I'm saying? So like it would take a couple weeks to figure that out, but I don't know, man. You do what you got to do, Debo Samuel. Get paid. I ain't going to be oh, mad at or you. Or pay him for two positions. How about you do that? I bet you he'll shut up then. You pay me what you pay the running backs and the for a dynamic and being a, a decent number one since he's not as dynamic as the you know uh, some of the other receivers um, according to you know the, the stats. I bet you he'll shut up then. Give him, give him $150 million guaranteed. I know that's crazy. I just picked the number out there. Sure, that's fine. No, I, I hear what you're saying. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point I can get with that. We'll see how that plays out, but that's a big story in the NFL today of the day. Debo Samuel said, nah, we good. I need to get out of here. I need to get paid. So we'll follow that as we go along on the other side. Cash it or trash it. Coming up, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Cash it or trash it coming up in a second. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Uh, address the comments on the YouTube. I'm not going to lie to you. I see you in the chat often from 3 to 6 and now from 3 to 7. Why is your name Lil Big Man? Isn't that like a Don't do that. oxymoron or Don't something? Don't do that. Don't what, do what that, is that with called? the listeners. Come on now. No, I like it. I'm just appreciate like, the support and answer no, their questions, man. Don't do that. No, I, I, I appreciate the support, but it just... Like, is it a... I don't know. Like, what am I trying to say? You know, what's the word? You're asking what's the what's behind your name? No, no, no. Like so, name, so right? when you put like little big man, for example, right? Like there's those two words going back to back is like there's some they call that some. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, yeah. the, the point of the story is we talking about I, the I, NFL draft oof. on the YouTube. You know what I'm talking about. I, yeah, maybe. 
Anyway. I don't have the high key ready for that. Yeah, he said, I'm really starting to want Evan Neal. Okay. And Linderbaum, exclamation point. I'm not mad at it, the Linderbaum part. Hopefully trade down a spot or two. See, now the information continues to come in. Okay. Oh, and even more information's coming in. Should I say that on the radio? I don't want to play out your whole nah. life like that. You explained your name. I appreciate that. I don't want to play your whole life out, but yeah. I appreciate I appreciate the it's background. It's a very knowledge. accurate description, though. Now your name makes it. It actually great. makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So we appreciate you for that. Um, In terms of Evan Neal, if it's a trade-down situation, you know, okay. Like, you could sort of kind of maybe convince me. I don't know. Like, at number one straight up, if they pick Evan Neal, I'll be disappointed. Like, I'm just telling you. Um. And listen, I understand the point that, that I've, I've seen a lot of the arguments where, you know, you let Cam play it out this year. He walks from that point. Um, then you move him over to left tackle. Okay. If you somehow keep Cam, you keep Evan Neal at guard. You have Sheriff at the other side at guard. You figure it out in this scenario, I guess, Linderbaum at center. Then, yeah, you have a great offensive line. So I hear that argument. I just can't get on board with it. From what you've seen with the pass rush from this team, for the last few years, you have to get one of those guys, even if it's a trade-down situation, in my opinion. But I do respect the idea of Evan Neal. And I will tell you this. I'm, if it comes down to it, and they come out tomorrow, and they say, hey, just so you guys know, we're picking an offensive lineman. I would rather it be Evan Neal than my man Iki Iquanu. Right, Brian Middleton? So disrespectful. Okay. No, I'm Go not. Ahead. Go like, ahead. Here's the thing, man. Like, Aquanu might be great, and that's all fine and good, but, like, you know, Evan Neal, SEC, just means more. The tape is better. I don't know. Just. Like, I'm so worn out from the draft, and it hasn't even happened. Yeah, you still got a whole uh, Week. seven days. Yeah, it just. Yeah. I wish they just, like, Brennan said this a couple times before. I wish they would just tell us. <laughs> no, you don't. You yes, I do. That. Yes, I you do. Can't set up for a whole week. Yeah, well, the anticipation is what makes uh, the media around it go around. They're loving it. McShay, Kuiper, Kurtz, Martino. Oh my goodness, loving it. So I appreciate the comment uh, on the YouTube. Appreciate you listening. Oh, okay, all right. So what he has told us is he is literally the size of Maurice Jones Drew. Okay. So that describes the name. Little Big Man. That's accurate. Yeah, I about to say, that's even more accurate I got when you it. put it like that. Hey, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? You get the, it's it's like, um, you know, what's that called? I can't think of anything today. You sure can't. I don't know what you're. It's like a, I don't know. We got to cash it or trash it? Oh, I, boy. Yeah, I, I don't oh, know. boy. I, I cash know. it or trash it. Tell them to bring me my money. On Action Jeez, Sports, Jack's Overtime. All right, Casey Kurtz, cash it or trash it. I know we haven't done it in a Five minute. Five hours of radio. I can't think of the words anymore. Is that what it is? Five hours? Two to seven. What are you doing at two o'clock? Man. What did I, I miss? Yeah, oh, the, your other stuff. Yeah, the Dream yeah, 18 show. Money. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. Casey Kurtz, I know it's been two weeks since we didn't cash it or trash it. Do you need a reminder at all? Nah, I know how this works. All right. Okay, so first up, we are talking some more Jags. Here we go. Trevor Lawrence yep. will find his way into the top 12 of quarterbacks in terms of overall play next season. Say it again. Trevor Lawrence will find his way into the top 12 of quarterbacks in terms of overall play next season. Trash it. As it currently stands, did you help him out? Yes. Did you do enough? Who knows? Yet to be seen. 
Uh, the draft will decide that. But right now, if you're looking at – if I got to pick 12 quarterbacks, it'll probably be better than Trevor Lawrence. That's something I can do. So would I love to be wrong? Yes. But as I sit here right now, no, I cannot tell you that for Trevor Lawrence, even though you, you give me, like, top 15 – I, can't I, still, do that. Yeah, can't do I that. still don't know if I can say yes. I don't know. Wow. We see, look, the numbers were not good. There were moments we saw from Trevor that were good. There were some bad we saw from Trevor. So Trevor still has stuff to prove. We all think he's still going to be fine, which you should, because there was some good to point at. And what he had to deal with last year was horrible. There's no other way to show it. Um, you know, we need to see more. That's all I'm saying. All right, Casey Kurz, next up. Yeah, yeah. I know we're going to talk some NBA in the next block, but let's start right here. The Pelicans have a real chance of being up three games to one in their series against the Suns after that Devin Booker injury in game number two. Uh, Say it again. Yeah. The Pelicans have a real chance of being up three games to one after games three and four back in New Orleans. Okay. Yep. Uh, in their series with the Suns after the Devin Booker hamstring injury. Yeah, uh, this is going to be disrespectful, but cash it. Tell them to bring me my money. Because Devin Booker's their best player. There is no doubt in that. Um, it's time for that boy, uh, Aiton to finally play like he was worth his pick. He's been good. Don't get me wrong. No disrespect to the man, but now it's time. Now it's time to be the superstar that they thought you were going to be when they picked you with the high pick that they used on you. So, uh, and look, New Orleans, yeah, they were, you know, the record is what it is, and it's bad. It's well under 500, and they made the playoffs. So that's an NBA problem. But listen, when you throw the records out the window and you're just playing one game of basketball, Brandon Ingram's pretty good. Valanchunas is really good, in my opinion. So they have the dudes, if only they had, like, a guy like Zion. Like, if they could really just find a Zion-type player, man, they'd be so good. But it take the restaurant. <laughs> hey! Hey, that's my that's my dog right there. Any, South Carolina. Anyway, uh-huh. I, I do really believe the Suns are in a bit of trouble. They're going to need somebody to score the basketball. And I think it's it's up to Aiden. He needs to step up and be a, a big-time player that they thought he was going to be. Okay. Next up, back to the NFL. All right. I always chop up his name, so apologies in advance. Tua Tagovailoa. Sure. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, it says he feels no pressure with the new additions to the Dolphins. And Casey Kurtz, you believe him? Uh, do I believe him? Yeah. First of all, trash it and then play the cap sound. What do we have? Oh, yeah. yeah. Stop the cap. Yeah, yeah. Stop the cap, Tua. You don't feel pressure. Come on, man. They... Obviously, the coaching situation happened and went down, and they hired a guy that uh, doesn't look anything like an NFL head coach. He looks like he should be a, a statistics major, okay? This guy is breaking down the analytics, and what did he do to break down the analytics? He said, we need one of the best wide receivers in football, and he went and got you that wide receiver. To pair him with, oh, by the way, another great wide receiver in Jalen Waddle. Yeah. I saw enough from Jalen Waddle yeah. to say he's going to be great. Then they went out and got running back weapons. Chase Edmonds catches the football out of the backfield. Now he's on your team. Gusecki's a, a very good tight end. So what they built around Tua, he can cap and cap and cap his way all the way to August. There's pressure on Tua to be good because guess what? Guess what? If they would have drafted Justin Herbert, they'd be the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Ooh. They didn't. They drafted Tua, okay? Tua, okay. it's time to prove that you were worth the pick. Everyone needs to prove it. This is a prove-it day. Tua's got to prove it. Hayden's got to prove it. All right. Somebody else has to prove it. I'll think of somebody. Okay. 
Next up. Yeah. First of two uh, traffic questions, if we get to it. Okay. Speeding up when you see a yellow light is not only the right move when driving, it's the American way. Uh, cash it. Tell them to bring me my money. I do have a good story about this. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. Are we moving on? What, what is this? <laughs> uh, we have to move on. Oh, you can't share it. All right. I can't. In the break share. All right. Yep. Back to the NFL, Cooper Cup saying that he's not trying to beat anybody when it comes to his new contract is the absolute wrong mindset for him to have. Trash it. I don't think it's the wrong mindset. I think Austin made a point about this today that you just think about things differently when you come from like an Eastern Washington type thing and, you know, we're okay to start your career. I mean, Cooper Cup was not like a rookie this year. Like Cooper Cup's been in the league. Um, and it just kind of took off when they got him with Matthew Stafford. So, no, I don't think it's the wrong mindset to have. Um, I think he just understands kind of where he's at. Um, and, look, just because everybody's outspoken, and that's fine. You do what you got to do to get your money. Don't get me wrong. But when you go about things, there's, like, another way to do it. Like, Tyreek Hill, we didn't really know he was going about his money until, like, the day of. It was like, oh, Tyreek Hill wants out. Oh, he's gone already. Like, so you can handle things without putting it in the public. Is that something Cooper Cup is doing, potentially? I don't think it's the wrong mindset, but I do think he'll get paid one way or another because uh, he's a GOAT. All right. That's up. From the world of the impossible, but I got to ask. All right. If your favorite GM, Trent Baalke, somehow gets Debo Samuel to Jacksonville, he will finally get out of the Casey Kurtz doghouse. He's been working. He's been working. Trash it. You just a hater. No, because no, 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 no. This is what you got to think about. Okay. So you trade for Debo Samuel, right? What are you going to have to give up? Well, picks. The 33rd pick, like, okay. You know, I guess if you didn't just pay Christian Kirk $75 million, right? So you'd also have to get rid of Christian Kirk because you cannot have two wide receivers making like $150 million. You got Zay Jones. You still got LaVisca, who I guess would have to be traded. Marvin Jones makes like $5 million. Like, you can't pay wide receivers that much money. You just can't do it. So what it would take to get get Debo, if you could somehow do it with keeping pick, you're, you're definitely not trading the number one pick. Let's be clear on that. Uh, if you could, like, trade Christian Kirk for it and, like, some other late-round picks, then sure, I guess. But as it currently stands, if you got to keep Christian Kirk and Debo Samuel and Marvin Jones and all of that money in the wide receiver room, no. No, no, no. Oh. Okay, so what will it take for him to get out of your doghouse, by the way? Man, you've been, you, you haven't liked him for a long time. Let's see what happens in the draft. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe you. How about that? Okay. How about let's trash that? Trash that response, Casey Kirk. We'll see what happens. I don't believe you. I don't think anything. I think that you got him locked in there. I think that he asked for a slice of pizza, and you offered him chicken salad, and now you just want to cut him from your football life forever. Man, don't bring the USFL into this. Shout out to Kirby Wilson. All right, uh, Casey, let's try to wrap these up. Uh, having your favorite player dap you up during a sporting event is the best experience a kid can have at said game. Yeah, I'll catch that. Catch that. Okay. Tell him to bring me my money. You know where that, do you know where that came from? Well, it happened twice. Devin Booker with yeah. the little baby, and then yeah. it happened right here at the baseball grounds, yeah. Ronald Acuna with a uh, fan out there. Wow. So Okay, you're in my notes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm in your notes. It just overall, yeah, that's pretty dope. Good for the kids, man. Grow the sports. Love it. By the way, uh, did you see that the Jumbo Shrimp made national news? 
Uh, for the throw, yes. Yeah, for the throw? Yeah, that was not from Ronald Acuna. It was the guy that came in for Ronald Acuna. And so I did see that. And my goodness, huh? What a throw. Oh, yeah, it was a toss. How would you feel about that? Like, the the throw was the star, but they still said the final score? That the Jumble Shrimp fan, are you, you okay with that? Yeah, it's fine. Being highlighted like that? Okay. Yeah, you know. All right. I'm just, just wondering. It is what it is. Uh, let's see. Casey Gers, uh, I'm going to make this the last one. All right. And it's the second of the yeah, traffic questions here right have. here. Yep. Speed limits okay. should be off limits for the far left lane. You cash it, yeah. Come to bring me my money. Yeah, I'm so sick of people going slow in the left lane. Like, if you're listening right now in your car going slow in the left lane and you're just casually going slow for fun, please get over. Like, the person behind you will appreciate it. Um, if you're sitting at home listening, we appreciate you as well. But next time you get in the car, if you if you are getting past, like if people are passing you in the right side, so the middle, the right, wherever, if people are passing you and you're on the left, maybe consider just getting over. Like you just, listen, some people need to drive fast. Some people need to drive really fast. Is it safe? I'm not going to tell you that, okay? But what I am saying is just, you know, swallow the pride a little bit and just move over to the right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Swallow your pride and move to the right. All right, Casey Kurtz, that's it. He's on a T-shirt. Yeah, that's it for Cash It or Trash It. All right, I appreciate you, Cash It or Trash It. On a Wednesday when we come back, update on the NBA ticket prices for the night. We have another game that is severely lower than the others, and we will make picks for those games. We'll do it on the other side. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. minutes to go action sports checks overtime espn 690 and as we go into break my man benjamin benjamin that's why i like to call you ben i don't know you like that Uh, i don't know you at all actually but i like the idea of calling you benjamin and he one of the better takes on the show today he just said lebron trash it i don't know what it means exactly um you know you gotta you gotta trash it so I, i i appreciate that ben um I don't know the context, but I'm hoping you're just here to make Brian Middleton upset. Not upset. Casey Kurtz, I know what your philosophy is. Any hater of LeBron and anything that he's done well Welcome is a show. friend of yours. Yep, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. That's a, that's your inner circle, man. Benjamin, don't know you, but, uh, you know, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you listening, and appreciate you making Brian Middleton mad on the LeBron side. Not mad, though. No, nah, you're mad. No, nah, no. Nah. You, you want me to be mad? I could be mad. But I'm not going to be mad about that. Because Benjamin's going to be the main one when LeBron retires in like five years and there's a new greatest star, like Jaws moving up or Anthony Edwards or I don't know who could be. You know what I mean? Like whoever Mm -hmm. it is. And then all of a sudden they're going to be like, oh, he didn't even do what LeBron did. You know what LeBron did? I'm like, y'all knock it off. Y'all knock it off. So I'm just waiting for that You know what I'm saying? I like Ben. Thanks for listening, Ben. Appreciate you. You know, I say your name correctly. My man Casey disrespecting you, but not even saying your name correctly. Uh, you know? It sounds better. I said from the beginning, from the start, I said Benjamin. But then I said, I like to call you Benjamin. His mama call him Benjamin. I'm going to call him a LeBron hater. That's fair. By the way, my mom's listening. Thanks, Mom. Hey. I, I saw you on Facebook when I was trying to get more information on Benjamin, and it said uh, my mom was watching. So thanks, Mom. Appreciate it. Uh, NBA playoffs tonight, Brian Middleton. We got Brooklyn and Boston. For $173. That is a yikes. That is not cheap. You are not getting into TD Garden tonight for a cheap price. But nonetheless, who's winning the game, Brian Middleton? I think that Kyrie is going to go off. And I think that KD 
who didn't play a KD didn't play a great game no, by his not. account, right? But for most regular players, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Yep. Wow, wow, wrong pipe. Wrong pipe. It went. It, oh, man. Sorry. I think that Way KD to is going to have a better a better game right here. And if he had had even a semblance of a better game uh, in game one, they would have won that game far and away, I believe. So I think that's going to happen in game two. So we'll, we'll have to see. But I'm going to choose the Nets in game two. I still think that this will go seven games. Agreed. If Katie's just anything on the offensive side, they win the other night. So I'll take Brooklyn to even the series at one. Do we need to spend time on Philadelphia, Toronto? Why not? I mean, because well, we don't have much time. Well, you got a minute. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to spend any time on Philadelphia, Toronto. You're picking Philly. I'm picking Philly. It's not cheap to get in in Toronto. But four only. Is this the right thing? Okay. For $54, you can go in Milwaukee and see the Chicago Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks, which makes no sense. Those cities are close together, and for $54, you can get a seat. Let's check out the view from the seat. It's better than last night's in Memphis. So that's not a bad view, to be honest with you. Mm. You know? Okay. Uh, anyway, Chicago in Milwaukee, $54. Who is going to win the game, Brian Milton? Oh, uh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, Giannis. Yeah, future... Top five, top ten all-time player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Kind of, right? I kind of got that last part. No, it's good. Hey, listen, it's going to happen. I'm sorry. The Bucks are primed and ready. They're coming into form at the right time. The defending champs, they know what it takes. I think that they're going to go ahead and win this game as well. Uh, there's no knock on, on the Bulls. I just believe that them not being at full strength one and, and, and the Bucks just being better, I don't see a way where they're going to get a game in Milwaukee. So that's where we're going with it. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I like the Bulls, um, but, you I mean, you said it. They're just better. Like, Milwaukee's just better. They're at home. Um, that's the situation. By the way, uh, in terms of the injury report for that one, Bobby Portis, the boy, is probable. Jordan Nawara is also probable, if you were wondering what's going on with that one. So that'll be the last game of the night. And you can go for $54 if you're in the greater Milwaukee area. All, uh, plenty plenty of tickets available, by the way. 54, 55, 56. It is not very expensive to get in. Of course, this is looking at the website that Brent Martineau bought the tickets for and could not get in to Crypto.com Arena. So just keep that in mind. It's only $54, but you might not actually get in the door. So just kind of balance that uh, if you're in the greater Milwaukee area. That'll do it for us tonight on a Wednesday. We're back tomorrow on Thursday, leading you in to Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. They will play Gwinnett again. Ronald Acuna may be in the lineup. We'll give you an update on that. The guys are back tomorrow as well. Another shock your mock. A whole lot more to do on Action Sports Jacks. We appreciate you rocking with us since 2 p.m. for the Dream 18 show. And we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Have a great night, everybody. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. <laughs> Is it too much to ask?